Three, two, one, sink. Sink. Three, two, one, play. Play. There's a couple of lines. All right, guys. Um, we're back for the uh, game view of the Eels v Titans and kick off away. There you go. Eels kicking off. Hit him! <laughs> Birdie straight into it. What's that? That's all he's doing I have again. to say, over those first two weeks, three, four men in a tackle. I really love that. Yeah, the, the consistency in defense was great, wasn't it? And Nathan Brown, line speed. Mm. Yeah, really leading the way throughout the entire game or throughout the 60 minutes each game he was playing. Two up top, one around the ball and one around the legs. So Good contact from Brownie. Yeah, the Titans are looking to play too wide from the side of the game, so that was like where the defensive line really showed up, which is important. So fifth tackle, and they've gotten out just past their 30 meter line. That's a fantastic defensive set to start the game. Right on the chest from Fergie Ferg. And that's what we were missing in the back end of last year when he got hurt for those ribs and the nose. He just didn't have that same impact of his runs, didn't he? Did Sibo a bit quiet to start the season, but um, he came, he up he in came, this game. Yeah, he came to life in the back half of this game, which is really good. Guffo getting in early. He loves his work rate early through the um, set fields. Mitchell Moses pushing Nathan, up a sport there. That was good. I was just going to say, Nathan, uh, Nathan Brown, his, um, his runs have lacked a little bit of impact. He's, he's gassing himself a little bit in defense, I think. Mm, that, that's a fair point, Or is actually. it because he's trying to, to do the, the link man work? The ball the play stuff. That, 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 that would have been something to really track through the season if we didn't have the um, hiatus. Sean Lane had a good run to bring up the last tackle there, and that's a great kick chase from Regan Campbell-Gillard. So that's um, absolutely dominant opening set stuff in the Eels on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see Reed for for headgear. I know as a junior he had he had it, but <laughs> seeing this game, it felt so weird because like it's just like Sammy when he first came for the uh, the club, he had dreadlocks, and when he came into first grade, he was like shaved, and I was like, yeah, it, feels, it looks a bit weird. Really impressed with Moses' defense. Yeah, the very first, strong. You've seen those weeks. those gains in the gym. He wasn't getting ragdolled by any means. Oh, junior, junior. <laughs> <laughs> got to finish off if you're gonna put in those shots, sir. They're kicking inside 40 once again. A great defensive set. And on the chest. There's that hard work from Sivo, those hard runs. I'd just like him to hit gaps a little bit more often. He seems to be going hunt, front hunt up. for the, the face, not the space, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit, like, you know, making a, a physical message, but you're right. There are times when it's just better off to find those gaps between tacklers. Yeah, it's really important from Paulo. It's it's not just post-contact meters, but post-contact meters onto his knees. Yeah, that that's the thing that the stat sheet doesn't show you, isn't it? When you have that dominant run into a dominant play of the ball. Dylan Brown looked to get involved early in the game with his running game. And this is actually – it's funny, watching watching the um, highlights package from the round one finals last year, Mitchell Moses puts in that exact same kick where he feigns the kick wide of the grubber kick and then sort of like kicks over it deliberately. It does it to great effect. I can tell you, I guess, uh, surely, surely for us. 
Peachy. Yeah, Peachy. He puts a wall there. And how is that not a penalty from Don? He kicked out at the ball. That like. that is police so um, inconsistently, where and it's police differently when it's in the in goals as well. I I don't understand. You see, in general play, people kicking out the ball all the time, not penalised. But if you do it when there's a try scoring opportunity, you're potentially sin binned. So the Titans dodged a bullet there, and they they do end up dodging quite a few bullets in the first half. Before the Eels end up, you know, if you're going to give the ball back, it's not bad to give it back to them. <laughs> that, the that's minutes. true. That's the the third best result, isn't it? After a try and a line dropout or a, a penalty, any sort of repeat possession. That's a big right side, man. Imagine running at Maddo, Wonga, Blake, and Ferguson. Jesus, like, I think what smallest player is Moses on that side. Like, who's that for the, the other side? Is that Triara? Yeah, the mullet. Yeah, it's a good run. That's good two-pass two wide stuff from the Titans there, but the Eels manned up well. That's good football from both teams. Nathan Pete's going wide right. Eels stay man-the-man out wide, which is fantastic. And, on. and you see Madison. One thing Madison I've noticed from the, the less strong attacking teams, instead of going through the hands, they seem to throw that cutout all the time. Yeah, it's a it's a habit of a bad playmaker, isn't it, when you're you you know you're trying to force a cutout instead of playing the man advantage. Oh, Gufferson wears a shot there. Is it all chased by Roberts there? Yeah, yeah. You always got to give. Oh, <sighs> that's a good job from Ferguson. There, that's a tough ball. So on the back of his right shoulder there. If I recall correctly, this is a set where the Eels didn't get many meters. The Titans manned up for one set here, and really yeah. pinned us in our own um, red zone. It's not for a lack of effort here. The guys are running hard, but the Titans just had good line speed. Like the first time I've ever seen Bryce Cartwright pull an effective tackle. <laughs> uh. That's great football there. All right, there you go. I got the set wrong. <laughs> got the set completely Put the wrong. Put the gas. Oh, I love it. I love to see a man back himself like that. You just don't see it in the NRL at all. And the last person that did that was Jared Hayne consistently. Yep. Um, and that's – it's I a remember sort of, Jared doing it against the Panthers when he cut through the whole team. Yeah. I think it was back in – was that 2010, 09 or was that 2010. after that? I can't remember. 2010, round 22, I want to say, or round 20. Uh, one of yeah, the, it always comes up on the highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah, it's that sort of – I think I described it as athletic arrogance on my um, Whiskey Musings blog, and I just love to see it. A guy that knows he's a better athlete than the guy in front of him, and he's going to beat the guy to the corner. There's young Arthur in the um, water boy duties and the kick duties. Or kick see, like duties. as opposition looking at us, I'm not trying to pump our own tires, but – Usually each team has one good running half. We've got two. So, like, if you're trying to shut down Moses... Yeah, and that, that, that'll get highlighted later in the game, isn't it, Dylan Brown's running game? Look at that. That is just fantastic. Just striding yeah. out. Excellent running form. And, like, both can kick as well. So it's not like as if, oh, if we rush up on this guy, he's not going to step us. Like. Well, that's something I'm sure we're going to be praising this game too because Dylan Brown was absolutely clinical in his short yeah. kicking game against the Titans. Oh, yeah. And, and something underrated about our fullback that we've talked about, it was in support there. Yep. Oh, Quinty G just never gives up, doesn't he? Sometimes it looks like he's running in mud because he does so much work, but um, he is always in the picture in support play. Look at oh, this, this, this routine. I, I, I do this at golf, like if I'm going to be playing a shot, it's just to, to get your rhythm in. What do you reckon he's saying? Did we, did we end up catching on the sideline microphones this week? Go to your home ball. Probably have to go to your home ball. Go to your home. Just tap it in. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Kidwell and BA enjoying all the space in the stands there. Yeah, the the one chair space between the two of them. That's right. 
You also have the airport in Europe. Yeah, if, if you notice, um, a lot of the NRL, uh, uh, I want to say officials, uh, team officials across the teams use AirPods for their sideline communications now. Look at this fraud. This guy, I don't know how he's got a, a gig. Seriously, this is like the curriculum. He's part of the Dragons curriculum, eh, Hamish? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Except he's smart enough to get the right people in. I actually, oh. um, it's a small detail, but I liked what the NRL did with the crowds with the um the banners draped over the seats to help fill out yeah. the background. But mm. So the Eels will play left from Junior to Ferguson this set, two of their best runners to set. Oh, and this is a 50-50 call that went our way, I think. I was probably a bit lucky there, that penalty from Fergus. It's, it was a coin flip position and we got it there. He was trying to force to play the ball. I don't know if he ended up playing on the guy's knee or not. It's hard to tell on the at match speed. It's a 50-50, really. Here we go, from the front on replay. Oh, there, there was a hand in there, but Fergo hadn't gotten to his feet properly, so coin flip ball that went our way. We got a few of them this game, which we never do. Blake the Madison, good run. Centers down. Great, second great. row and taking it off the tap. Usually it's our, our centers. Yes, yeah, our, usually our set structures there, we usually have the center take the tap. That's a great run there as well. Well, especially off a scrum as well. It's always one out to the centre. Reg with a good second tackle carry. Gufferson turns Madison back inside Dude, in the you're third. Not in the one set. Yeah, you like to see that work rate from your forwards, especially yeah. when they're good ball runners like Madison. This is great backline play. This is one of like half a dozen times where Brown nearly makes a line break, if not for an ankle cutter tackle at the last. Bryce Cartwright. Another good tackle by Cartwright. This is a lovely play. Lovely yeah. play. You, too often with the Eels, and it's a lot of teams, but we tend to telegraph our inside ball back to a forward. That's how it's done properly there. And having that second op- option outside of junior was what made the difference too. Really good play. Well, if you remember, Moses ran a similar play to uh, to Evans against the Bulldogs, yes. and it was telegraphed from yeah. a mile away. And This time, Moses playing down the left instead of his native right does a great job to find junior, who then does very well to find Reed Marnie. That's just quality football. It looked like we are going to put 50 on him from here, and then the game... Went into a weird lull, and then we nearly put 50 on him. <laughs> <laughs> Junior with the rat tail. I'd never say it to his face, but jeez. Enjoy seeing Reedy yeah, there. Yeah, I was about to say, unfortunately. Working, working feet. <laughs> it's such an innocuous play, too. Peachy just bumps into him. I didn't... Oh. Anyway, Reedy was two for two for tries. So he was actually, you know, on track for the... What do they call it? The golden boot. Moses from the left of the upright should slot this, make it 12 nil. <laughs> it's all about rhythm. Tap, it's all about rhythm. Tap, tap, <laughs> Lolly legs. Lolly legs. There we go. Eels beating the clock 12 nil uh, with just over nine minutes of play, or just under 10 minutes played, rather. Can't even count. There's one of the assistant coaches in the background there, barking out directions. Murph, Steve Murphy, that is, sorry. And Justin Hodges on commentary, apparently, according to the pop up. Thankfully, not. Thankfully, uh, a great to prime example of why uh, former the- players shouldn't be uh, yeah. part time commentators. Oh, look at the Titans players on the bench. They're not 1.5 metres apart. <laughs> Good kick reception from Fergo into Junior. Do we expect Fergo to take tackle? Oh, it's a oh, great I just see Peachy there. Grab yeah. Aspen at his shoulder. See, I thought that happened burner. later on. I didn't know it was happened early so in the, the first 10 minutes. The Junior-Ferguson combination is just our de facto, like our preferred opening set combination. 
Reg dodges a big attack, a big tackle attempt there. Good footwork. So three tackles are already out past our 30. That's what you love to see. Good two-pass two wide stuff oh. there. Almost. Almost. Yeah. This is what I like about uh, Wonga Blake. He, he, he's so dangerous when he, come, when he can come back in field. That's right, yeah. Because he, he, if it's so one-on-one, you, you back him to break the tackle. You need to gang up on him. This was messy. Yeah, th- yeah. that was so close Very to being messy. a huge play. But at the same time, yeah. Sometimes you just got to grab the ball, duck under. That's if right. there's not somebody better on your outside. And this is what sort of turned the game for a, for a while until the second half, I think, because we had this opportunity and we sort of slipped. Yeah, like Brown. Brown, he just needed to take it under, yeah. the, under the wing. And that probably comes back to what you were talking about before, Hamish, where he, we're not really sure on his role as fans as to whether he's trying to dictate, you know, going wider faster. So if he just tucked it under there, would have been a different result. That's okay, though. Brown in the front row now, alongside Reg. Who's at hooker, Junior? World's biggest hooker. I don't know about that. I've seen some pretty big ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, a rare missed tackle for Moses there. He just got caught sticking the arm out, but fortunately there are other guys there. Madison with a double from dummy half. Love to see it. What I like usually from Moses is if he doesn't get them down, he, gets he at least front. slows yeah. them right That's down. Right. He, 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 he has a tendency to put his body in front, which is fantastic. Good old speed bump. Not Jamie Soward style, but still. Good tackle, active. Reed. Someone's got torn spandex. Brownie. He's got the torn um, skins. So a block play from the Ooh, Titans. Lovely ball. Yeah, they, they execute that really Guff, well. Though. And Guff over the ankle biter there. Saves a certain try. This is good recovery defense from the Eels here. This is really good recovery defense. Look at what Jennings does here. Helps stays inside of the ball. They, um, they played that really well. Jennings and Sevo stayed off for the wraparound, and then who came inside? Was it Dylan? The cover defense is Yeah, fantastic. deal backs. Yeah. Cleaned it up. And then Jennings staying inside to dive on the loose ball, which is what you really need to see for any veteran players. Yeah, well done, Dylan. You're right. Jennings with a lot of nows there, staying inside when he sees Dylan. Yeah, um, exactly. I wouldn't say overreading, but committing to the tackle. That's right. Like Dylan had the, like that's part of the um the up and in approach we tend to employ, even though it was on our goal line. You inside men need to work hard. But yeah, Jennings had the presence of mind to stay alive for any sort of offload. Of course the hooker plays at lock these days, so read of good pass to Wonga Blake. So one off to the center. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Maddo comes in early for a run. Titans aim up this set, it looks like. Geez, that's another good run. Like I know the meters weren't huge there, but just the ability to beat the first man, and it's Jai Arrow too that he, he took for a ride. He's um he was on track for ball um, behind there, not a great play no, from the dummy half. No, you need to be better than that. Yeah, Junior was on track for an absolutely Herculean campaign after the first two rounds. Great run. So that's what you need this to see. This is the running I like that's, from that's now. That's what you need to see. Brown. That's right. You run like that and let Keeps the ball playing. You let the ball playing come from there. Moses comes back inside the forty, not looking for a forty twenty, just trying to clear the ball. And Philip Sammy takes it pretty comfortably. So the Titans are going to have AJ Brimson back at fullback. Is that you want to you want to hope so, right? Because I don't. Uh, Brimson's been sort of everywhere for them in the last two years. In the halves, but they did have um, old man former Shark yeah, Panther Mick, Mick Gordon. Um, 
What was his name? Mick Gordon, Gordon. the Flash. Oh, the Flash. He's a, he's the Flash. left for the Titans here. Wonga Boy and Mitchell Moses do a good job to prevent it being a full-blown line break, but that's huge meters for the Titans. So Yeah, this game sealed Sammy's future at um, fullback because he just – you can't defend. <laughs> he's like Will Smith. In it's, it's one of the most nuanced positions in the game, man. Like people under, like, underappreciate how much work you've got to do from fullback defensively. Titans. Which is, why you should be, which is why you can't be overpaid, I reckon. Good defense. Well, unless you like, too. yeah, unless you like a bum. <laughs> so the Eels did a good job of um bending and not breaking this set, which you like. You like to see. Obviously, you want to be dominant defensively, but to identify when the teams, uh, as I say, this is the set they score off. But um before <laughs> read, <laughs> read it. Got, but yeah, you, you like to see them when the team shift wide. You have to acknowledge they're going to give, give up some meters. And they did a good job of that before the kick got off got off the um, second bounce. And Gosh, that's such a bad tackle yeah. from Nathan Brown. Right. He knows straight away. Straight yeah. away. Yeah. So he ended up getting... Um, two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two yeah. weeks, yeah. We thought it was going to be one with the early guilty, but apparently the points with the discount uh, wouldn't have been enough. So I imagine that he'd clear up most of his points with the two-week suspension. Because Yeah, he'd still have carryovers from last year. Yeah. Once again, Maddo for arm grabbing. That, that was, yeah, like, Maddo was arm grabbing a couple of times early in this game. That's that's what we said in the podcast last week. There's literally one, in both games, there's one tackle. We just clock off and not enough contact and they, you know, they burn us both at times. And that was it just then. Yeah, you see Fergo there. He's Guffle. going in there to be the first hit up off the play. Oh, close. Guffo almost kicks it. I was about to say, he nearly, David, he nearly Billy Slater, David Clement uh, yeah. there. Um, where are we at right now? My stream just buffered a little bit. Are we at um, uh, Ash Taylor running? Taylor, yeah, Ash is passing it now. Yep, okay, yeah. okay. So I'm still there. Maybe it was just the Fox Sports uh, NRL just slowing down. So, yeah. There's a video referee. Oh, no, you're in slow-mo there, but... Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, there was no... I remember on Discord, there was no complaints about anyone for the eight-point try there. That's a, a very fair call. Yeah, he, like, he he isn't that far off, but it's still a huge difference, isn't it? Like, balls you're down into the ground, but then again, you know, you risk doing your knee and yeah, got to jump over right. pretty much at that. Pretty point. much, yeah, yeah. And they ended up losing Dale Copley for the game, so that's unfortunate. Uh, Very unfortunate, and I know that people want rules instituted that you know the Eels should lose someone. In that case, the Eels should lose Nathan Brown, but it's you know. It should have the complex. 18th man be an outside back because then you can't abuse it. Because well, I, I think there's no excuse for the NRL now with all the concussion stuff that's you know hanging over the game not to have an eligible 18th man for injuries. And I know people will argue that you can abuse it, but if every team has it open to them, then it's fair game. We talked about this on the podcast last week, didn't we? So or last yeah. last episode, we did. So it's frustrating. Consistency there, forty. That's right. See, we we got callbacks. Guffo doesn't always do a great job of arguing with the rest, but at least he quickly accepted the um the call here, which I, I was appreciative of. Because um You Nathan, have to make your case against Perinara. <laughs> Nathan Brown was definitely in the wrong there. So But in the past there's been times where we've we fans have complained that no one's complained to the referees. Like I don't mind that because You gotta pick your ever, fights. You gotta pick your fights, that's the thing. Is that But like I'm not having a shot at Tim Manor, but I rarely saw him, you know, yeah. question the referee. Yeah. Like he just got on with it and you know, like, that's yeah. okay to, to an extent, but surely it's a time to talk. And that would be the only try the Eels concede in the 2020 season. So far, it's on hiatus, not ended yet. <laughs> Knock on wood. I know they're talking about bringing back a 20-round comp. And there's also talk of a wild card round this week, so they're exploring options. 
yeah, I think it'll just change day by day. Yeah, and as the um, from situation today, changes. Seems they, New South Wales new cases have leveled off, um, but I still think what's the date? We're, of we're not today? we're not through the worst. Thirty first. Yeah, we're not through the worst. I think we're in lockdown for at least another couple of weeks. I'd say so at the very least because you're seeing spikes in cases in Germany and whatnot as well now. Countries that were on top of it prior to this, so have to just play it day by day, week by week. Ash Taylor from out wide. Spray it. it. <laughs> and he had to go, he had to go a long Moses way to get the kicking tee too. <laughs> ask Moses for some tips there. Yeah, the old sharpshooter Mitch Moses. That reminded before Moses came along and Guffo was kicking. It was either going over the black dot or it was going into Yeah, Guffo was hilarious. He was, like you said, either it nails it or completely sprays it. Yeah. And the second shot from in front, a potential eight-point try, of course. Some heavy strapping on that left wrist for Ash Taylor. It's a bit like uh, the QB. Manu's uh, oh, yeah. guard. Yeah, Manu, whether it was psychological or not, he ended up wearing that heavy brace on his arm, left arm for most of his NRL season, um, campaign, NRL career. I got there eventually. That's like uh, Wade, uh, what's his name? Wade Graham. He has that chest guard for his sternum. Yeah. Like, mm. He's probably over it, but it's just a bit of. Just um, once, once you're used to it, it's part of your game yeah. day kit, right? Yeah. If Fergo had made this tackle, that would have been sensational. <laughs> three on one. Uh, he was on ice skates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we cut to the fan cam. Ugh. Jeez, the whole fan base in one house. <laughs> uh, one of Fox's greatest innovations. It's all family. Does that say remember 2009 in the background? Yeah, didn't we beat them in the program? Yeah, we whooped them like 27-2 or 27 <laughs> Campbell came up. <laughs> he pushes through. <laughs> Mitch Train, ex-teammate. That's well, that, it, Funny you say that because didn't Fafita give away a penalty in a crucial game like that? Uh, yeah, I think I think so. Anyway, yeah, I remember. Yeah, someone gave away. It was like yeah. that. So the Titans and the team played, uh, team took a kick or some shit from halfway. Oh, yeah. Like that, yeah, Titans played left early before a big shift to their right. There's Kev Proctor on the sidelines. Which one? <laughs> God. So Copley's he got hit in the ribs. I thought he got hit in the arm. No, no, he got in the ribs. Which is no, why I was out there. Yeah, rib tick. Ended up being a decent set for the Titans to get out to just shy of halfway. Did we get confirmation from Copley? Was it a break or rib cartilage? I didn't see any reports. Let me have a quick gander while we're um, having a look. Seeing that drop ball just then, I was thinking, yeah, this is 50-50. Like, because you yeah, see any ball that's been, like that. They've been pretty consistent in the last two it. years calling that a knock-on now. Not every time, but like most of the times if it goes in that situation, I'll call it. Like, I'm more surprised when they don't call it a knock-on. And I was like, I just agree. knowing our luck. Yeah. I think it's the second hand. Um, Dale Copley was that, due that, to turn round three, uh, according to this report here, I believe. So let me just double check that. Ribs round three. There you go. Yeah, shit. So it was only minor. And Reed gets injured this set, does he? With 20 minutes on, about left now. Nice double under there. I like there. that unders line yeah. from Sibo. We use that on the try line a lot. It's um very, very good. The we used to line. use it with Semi. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Lethal. And we do it with Fergo too on the other side. Another good run from Junior. So we certainly made a point of trying to keep the ball alive against the Titans here. Look at the big man go. On his feet like a ballerina. 
<laughs> Play right in the last. And. So you just. Oh. We're going to call a penalty for the interference here, wasn't it? This, yeah, Mano taken off the ball. This was no, this wasn't if he wasn't. This was um pretty quick cut. It was a good kick regardless. Neil's had a result for line dropout, so getting the penalty was you know much of a muchness. Yeah, Tyrone great, great work from Wanga uh, Blake bumps there. Bumps him off, bumps Mano off the ball. Blake, who was committed to the chase initially, got back and helped with the the tackle to drive the tightening goals. What, what's what's the feeling about taking a kick from there instead of just tapping and going? Like, what what's the psychology behind it? I'm not sure. <laughs> so many teams do it. Maybe it's because they just practice. There we go again. Training using the back, using the back row off the tap restart there. So I don't know if we've changed things up or something for the Titans. Reed running out of dummy half, and then oh, oof, just. I was fortunate not to be forward as well. That's frustrating when you um you squander a cop- uh, an opportunity like that. But it was flat enough, I suppose. But uh, it was always going to be put um, Reg under a lot of pressure if defenders yeah. in his face. As soon as he caught it, he literally had contact, like yeah. essentially. Yeah. He, al- he almost brought it back. Yeah, in. he almost he did a good job of nearly bringing that back in. But I think the referees made the right call there. So the Titans dodge a bullet there. Reg with grass in his face. Reg will need to, to um, he's been hanging around with uh, Penny Terrapo a bit too much. <laughs> this is um, something we love to do, and we sometimes get a result of Reg looking at the score there. Sometimes get a result of What's the penalty for? Uh, I think you're saying we broke early or pushed before the ball was in, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was pushed before the ball was in. Um, I, I do like that. As much as I, I get frustrated that we don't kick short off dropouts when I think we should, or, or kickoffs. We um we actually are very aggressive with scrums, which is unlike most teams in a row. I have seen a couple of other teams Im- employing it. I think I saw was it Manly in round one or round two? Sorry, against the Roo- mm. Good It's contact. the best way to combat the um when they trap the ball in the scrum to get a penalty. Like the ball yeah, it, exactly. If, if they're trying to hold for the um differential break penalty, it's a yeah. great, great way of punishing that. Absolutely. Times so, are running hard. In this oh, good shot, Maddo, making up for those missed ones before. Great shoulder tackle there and forces the error, or is it penalty? Can't, I can't. It's it penalty. penalty. I think um, whoever the the ball pass that got taken late is uh, what the call was. Titans down six are going to opt for the tap restart. See, this is where I was screaming at my TV saying, "Make a change, BA. Make a change now." So right. our forwards, our starting forward pack is staying on for yeah, a while. Yeah, that, that has been a point of focus in the first two weeks, I think, is that they leveraged um, Campbell Gillard and Junior for big minutes in the opening prop rotation. It's just because momentum, like Titans seem like they're, they've got a good run from Sammy where they come together yardage. in freeze to bring him down. Fergo, Fergo looking to cheat the ref's blind spot there. I love to see it. Yeah, this is clear penalty. Yeah, the, this was absolutely like black and white, easy call for Perinara. He, he sold it. You see the, um, our player put their hands on the Titans player to sell it. So Yeah, it, and we did a good job of that too, but like that is te- like teaching tape stuff for referees. Yeah, that is just a obvious. Well, he runs through the gap. Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and um, thankfully, Henry didn't need to go upstairs for that one. That was a bike for the quick restart there. Good oh. run. Good heads up footy there from Wanga. Left now. Quick play the ball. 
So Dylan and Nathan Brown combined there, no relation. What I mean from Nathan Brown, like it's a bit sideways. I don't know if he's he knows what his role is. Another yeah. carry for the big man. Well, it'll be interesting looking forward because the next game, like whoever fills that gap, like will they have a similar role or will Brad Arthur just have just stay well, in the It depends middle, when we come back because he know, has a chance I, to I assume Hakuna Murata would play lock. Oh, sorry, yeah. But the word was before the shutdown what it was going to be Murata at lock and then they were going to bring in Stoney Stone at starting hooker and then I don't know who would be the utility slot, whether it was Takarangi or Will Smith or something. This is a terrific kick. Because look, because Murata's a different player to uh, look how he doesn't get ball right. playing. Great chase, from Andrew. James. Andrew oh, Johns was just gushing somewhere in Sydney at that point. Just you know, his little boy putting in such a good kick that would have made him proud. So that was the young and old combining there. The youngest player in the team and the oldest player, I think. That bounce on the try line <laughs> set it that, up. That's the backspin you put on it to give it the best chance of that bounce, though. It's still you know not guaranteed because of the football's in that oblong shape, but. You, you put that underspin on it, it gives it the best chance of popping up. And this is, oh, this is painful. Murgo's <laughs> <laughs> always got one of these in his game, doesn't he? <laughs> if, he if he doesn't go for the second time, that goes backwards and it's play on. But you try to regather it a second time. <laughs> you'll laugh or you'll cry. Oh, that, that was frustrating at that point in the game because you have to remember last time we were down there, we had the Reg knock on from the, um, the, the yeah. penalty restart. So we just bombed two big chances. And Kidwell saw a funny side of this and Brad's just takeaway notes. Ferguson, 500 extra laps. <laughs> it's more like Fergo, he's got, what, five of these a year? That's one down. That is one of them, okay. yeah. The, oh, the snoz. <laughs> the S-Ben snoz. Oh, what Remember a Remember he did, I think it was against the Broncos, um, the Roosters' first week of the finals a couple of years ago. And trying to save a 40-20 through the ball back inside yeah, well, yeah, to the, the Broncos. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Roosters, yeah. Roosters v Broncos, I think it was, something like that. Yeah, to save the 40-20 ended up giving away a try. Same thing <laughs> happened. Sean Kenny down through it to Darius Boyd and, and scored. having said that, Ferguson's also got some of the most cerebral moments in the game as far as understanding like sideline rules and whatnot. So oh, yeah. he's just such a, a ball of contradictions. Titans playing fastest set. Mitchell Moses of a great shoot and tackle. Oh, and he forces the error. Love to see it. Wanga Blake tried to capitalise on it and it ends up being a no advantage for the Eels. Good defensive intensity for Mitch there, something that we've really Let's praised. Let's say that wasn't a knock-on first by Titans. Do you reckon that's still our ball? Because it's ripped out by Arrow in one-on-one, but the ball goes down. Then yes, so it should be. Call yes. that a knock-on Titans. Yeah, I'd call that knock-on Titans, absolutely. And if we didn't get the call, we could challenge it. Great read, great jam. Little um, little hip toss work there. I love that. Getting the leg around to help bring the tackle. There's the um superstar coach. Man, he's regretting his decision to come from the English league at the from moment. From the top of the English league to here. Uh, Fergo with the first run. Good work from Gaffo here. That's quality. There's your boy. It's now from Gutho to to realise no markers and just and take get straight that in quick there and run. go hard. Yeah. See, look, Junior's still out there. Twenty-seven minutes in. Oh, like, look, at, look at the footwork. Can move. He is just. Uh, he's just so the potential there is so exciting. Murata, if he's second carry, and dirty. Eels go wide right on the last. 
and this will be yeah just just inside the field of play. Another good kick, just didn't quite get the result they wanted, but still, as you mentioned earlier, Hamish, if you're going to be turning the ball over, that's exactly where you want it. Fergo gets caught out there and doesn't make a tackle, which is good to see. Matto works hard for the double. So he had he had a few lapses early defensively, but he then made up for it nicely with a big hit and a couple of um good doubles from Marker. So RCG is off. Murata's in playing prop. Mm. Yeah, Murata's a really interesting one from off the bench, isn't he? Because he gives him flexibility on the edges and through the middle in both, you know, if you if you consider different roles, lock and prop forward. Well, does Brown go to prop and Murata go lock? Because, like... I think Murata plays a prop, if you're going to classify it as that. See middle nice forward, it doesn't really yeah. matter too much, does it? But there are slight nuances as far as ball-playing capacity and whatnot, but with guys like Junior in the team, we tend to be very aggressive for ball-playing props as well. So, yes, it's it's less of a differentiation for us. Murata sort of reminds me of um, the role we had for Kenny Edwards. He sort of um, yeah. slotted into that role. Yeah, I can see that. What were the numbers Although for I guess Kenny Kenny was more of a specialist second rower as opposed to Yeah, they're, they're similar but slightly inversed, right? Moses with a nice yeah. run down the right there. Um, yeah, Blake Ferguson and Quinton Goffson, both of them got two hundred meters this game. Their work rate was phenomenal. That's enough good run from Brown. That's what we're talking about as far as yeah. playing straight. Offload not so much. Already got smashed. <laughs> yeah, he got swallowed up there. Gufferson at dummy half and a little bit of a prelude there to what we're gonna see for the rest of the game. Was it a high angle sprain for Tyrone? They didn't end up classifying it because he sort of just... Oh, they said he had Achilles injuries, didn't they? Existing Achilles injuries, and then he sort of, the foot, like, just slightly planted the wrong way before a tackle there, and he... um, Breaking ankles, man. Oh, yeah. 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 You can see the grimace on the face as he was going down. He sort of did it right through there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Just roll, he rolled over it a little bit as he planted that right foot and tried to go back the other way. It's because he doesn't have the sock all the way up on that. <laughs> the old school coaches everywhere, not in agreement. So just for the the punters playing at home, we're at eleven thirty three fifth tackle here. Correct. Justin Holbrook just said, "Get me out of here." <laughs> there you go. There's a bit of f me. <laughs> uh, that that has been one of the highlights of the um the no crowds comment like sort of sound uh, bites, hearing all the players getting into it. And then I, I did actually enjoy the Fox broadcast for this game that, that at some point they acknowledged that there is actually swearing going on that you know they're not pretending it doesn't exist. It's like, oh, yeah. They did it just then. Yeah, oh, there you go. So, you know, obviously playing fat sound for me. But, yeah, talking about the obscenities coming out and whatnot. It's good because it, it is what it is. You sort of you roll with it and have to acknowledge that it's happening. Well, it's funny for, for somebody like yourself, what are you going and watching junior footy and 20s and, yeah, you, and you, reserve grade every you get, week? You get you the know, unfiltered sound that you're That's hearing. right, the unfiltered stuff where you go, you know, you got players going, fuck me, tackle him or smash the, you know, blah, blah, blah. My favorite, especially when it's happening on the opposition bench, is like a prop that only gets 20 minutes in the rotation having a fucking whinge. <laughs> <laughs> get me back out there. Get me back out there, yeah. Cop, we're trying to be cheered up there. Okay, last tackle, Reed playing the ball with the Guffo. 
Oof. Sammy, awful. Just un- unnecessary jump there. Because you heard the ref 10 metres, so somebody was offside. I don't know who, mm-hmm. but... Oh, ugly. Remember 2009. Okay. <laughs> I can see Nana saying, fuck me. What's wrong with that? They got the um, old home bar there, it looks like, maybe. Yeah. Not bad. It looks like a 70s-style home. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyrone off. Something, something out of Kath and Kim there. <laughs> Left from the scrum for the Eels, both halves playing the same side. Moses. Yeah, I love when Moses runs direct like that. Yeah, it just it puts so much pressure on the defensive line. Penny Terepo coming in for his first carry. Sent under the back into the rock by Reed. It's one of the first times I've seen Penny still go forward after contact. Yeah, he had a tendency to get um, absolutely brick ward last year, didn't he? Guffer playing at first receiver, couldn't quite find Madison. We we do do some. It's a good idea not to pass to Matter though. Yeah, I, I think Matter was in a worse position. We are, we're doing some interesting things about playmakers, like getting gum, um, uh, getting Guffer onto oof, oh, getting Guffer on the first cleaned. receiver. Yeah, another great kick so, from doing here. Yeah, great kick. Yeah, but we'll come back for the penalty, I believe. <laughs> this is I, I swear this is the first game ever Moses actually gotten protection from the referees. Because last week, like the week before that against the Dogs, he got hit multiple times kicking the ball to no penalty. So I don't know if we complained you know, vigorously to the NRL or something, but um, even last year he got no protection for late hits when other guys were just getting absolutely – it wasn't that bad, honestly, but it's still a late hit for sure. It was just high, I reckon. Yeah. Half a step late and um, up high, so fair penalty. Yeah. I think it was more for high rather than late. Wonder what, if he got charged or he got missing any weeks for this. No, nah, it wasn't put on report, and I don't think the match review committee found much on it. So after not being able to score for the last twenty minutes, the Eels will go for the two here, make it a two score lead. You just see BA up in the stands. Such a shit decision. <laughs> don't go for the two. We're on top. <laughs> it's these are always the interesting schools of thought, isn't it? Whether you go push for the two score lead or you look to try and you know, maintain ascendancy completely in the game and tap and go. So the Eels opted to I take the safe option. I can understand the feeling. Six, six against eight. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Reed doing the old Ray Price You do there. wonder what the yeah. analytics say. So. Reed and Guffo with the Ray Price positions in case the ball bounces off the posts. The rest of the team has gone back. Moses drills it, makes the 14-6. He's perfect off the boot today as of such. Love the coaching team. They're hydro homies, aren't they? You all remember Bad Brad's famous coaching desks at the um, Darwin games. He's got like a little fort of water bottles. Got the old notebook, no tablets. He reminds me of Maguire a little bit, I think. Just as far yeah, as... Yeah, he does have that look about when Maguire yeah. first came in. Now Maguire looks 100 years old. Yeah, he, the NRL <laughs> aged him badly. Just this first couple of weeks in the season with the <laughs> what is it? They called the lay. lay Ooh, no, I can't remember. Big hit there, and that's all we're talking about. Penny getting See, that's, that's Penny <laughs> just He he hits the line and stops. There's no leg yeah. drive. See, look at the leg drive From on Gaffer, Fergo there. Oh, Gaffer Fergo on Junior as well. Look at that tattoo on Fergo. I never noticed that one before. 
Good run from Murata, but taken very well on a tackle. Ooh. That's just Lots good footy from both Murata. teams. Good Warren Smith got his uh, Murata and Terrapo mixed up a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both teams playing fast this set. Reed looks for a 40-20, but it's not a good kick. He picks out the winger. Yeah, and you this one from the game. Anthony Don yeah. just gobbles that up. Like, if I'm free, I'm telling Reed, you only kick, like, on fourth or third. Reed has a mandate to kick, but he just he, he obviously didn't read it properly there, if you pardon the pun there. Uh, he didn't see the Anthony Donner drop back already. Yeah. Uh, so Titans play the short side here. Eels are manning up nicely. Defensively, we're really good this game. Um, Obviously, their try came off that ricocheted kick where they managed to find some broken play, but they never really threw anything at us that we couldn't contain. Lane has been quiet this first half so far. Yes, the, the ball hasn't gone to him very much at all. Dylan's mostly run the ball down the left edge when it's come that way, but most of the play has been down the right. And when it has come down to the left, it's been because Mitchell Moses went that way. So and he's been, kicked it. So he yeah, exa- exactly. So just uh, as a mechanism of him, of the rest of the edge playing differently, he hasn't had so much ball. Good hands from Guffo there. That was a tough take. Yeah, a little slips catch. Yep. Jennings getting into dummy half. Good run. He's still got that twitch, yeah, sort of slow, and then he's at full pace. What he's lost at his most electric lateral speed good run, silver, oh. um, best. He's made up for it for the veteran savvy, hasn't he? He's still such a good player. Speaking of Lane, there's Lano, yeah, with a nothing run. <laughs> there we go. Brownie being turning under again as well. See, that's where I think Brownie's at his best is where he's running hard back on the unders line and gets to his belly quick. Mm-hmm. Good chase for Wonga Blake. Gets run off the ball. Yeah, that's almost a shepherd, isn't it, really? Yep. Dylan does a good job cutting down Don, though, and makes double. That's phenomenal work there. But the problem with that is you give away the fast play of the ball, so they end up making the same net amount of metres, I think. Yeah, but they end up wasting a tackle, to be honest. Like, <laughs> Wanga goes fish. You got to, you got to wrap up those tackles if you're going to do that, though. Junior did it before as well. If you're going to Hit put the and stick. In, that's right. So they're playing at the line there. It's good read from Sean Lane. Didn't take the man out to give away the penalty, but it was there for the short ball. And that'll bring up the last of five minutes left in the first half. Great contact. Yeah. That's really good football from Jennings there. He waited for waited for the ball to come out and then just shot out and finished his man off. That's quality. I thought that was the Village Roadshow um, symbol I saw on the back shoulder before. Oh, my God. That's a blast from the past, the old um, movie publisher. Did Village Roadshow do, I think, the the original Lord of the Rings movies, didn't they? That, that does ring a bell because I do remember that symbol. Um, Lord of the Rings. This is, see, we're multitasking fans. This is the, the greatest simulcast. Yeah, hey, uh, that's a better run from Laney. No, it wasn't. Oh, wait, no. I mean, the movie. God damn it. The, the books. And that's where Reed. No, that's Madison there. Look at the footwork. <laughs> but see, it's smart to get it back to the middle of the field, yeah, even though give, there isn't a playmaker on the left side. He's still. To give. Well, Gufferson can play that role, can't he? So it gives the guys options. I think it's there and he hurt himself. Yep. No. Look at that. 
That's it. That's it. I think uh, I, I think Reedy did it before that. Watch. That's what I said. Like when he got the ball and kicked it, um, he did a little hop, but you never. And obviously, if the um, season was playing on as per schedule, that would have been a devastating blow for the Eels, losing their you know only real hooking option. But oh, what a, uh, oh my goodness! Save that for the forwards, Wonga. Oh. <laughs> the um the follow up well, story. Wonga and Peachy, they would have been teammates, wouldn't they? Yes, from the Penrith days. And then round one, he was targeting Dylan between Zelesniak, so it's like. No, love lost. Love lost between the ex-teammates. Try the guts it out and couldn't do it. Yeah. I thought he, because it's come out and done his foot, I thought he did his ankle and that would have been far Good worse for you know, a broken ankle. Like I think we all thought it was syndesmosis to start off, but what was it? His fifth metacarpal, which is the bone in your foot, yeah. your pinky bone. Yeah. And the penalty for a high shot there. PG returns the favour. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the controlled aggression there. Like, Oof. yeah, wrap that one up high. Yeah, the 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 sort of sad story, of, of course, with Reed's injury being very sad too. But the other sad story coming of this was that ten minutes after Ray Stone was told by Brad after he was getting the starting job, the NRL got cancelled. <laughs> that's brutal, you know. And I, I feel really bad because he's a guy we all love, and Stone's really busted his chops to get into the starting team or get a look into the team at all. And here it was, and then, you know, the NRL gets canned. To be honest, I, I wouldn't be very much surprised if Stoney starts to become a regular in the team. He's been he's been very close for a, a little while now, and, you know, he's got that good utility. Oh, Tacker's first touch. Tacker, first touch of the season. Oh. Yeah. He, and I thought he broke his wrist there too. Like, literally after Reed had gone, gone down with his ankle injury or foot injury, sorry. Then, so if Stone comes in, surely Tucker goes out. Like it's, I just don't see the use for him the first two games. Like was it there when he planted his foot? I'm not I sure. thought it was before when he picks the ball up and kicks yeah, it. Yeah, when he picks the ball up, he's sort of a bit ginger, and then after that contact, he's even worse. Oh, t- <laughs> like he almost face planted himself. <laughs> oh, that's no good. But yeah, if, if I assume that if if Reed, uh, Reed if Stone had come into starting hooker, would we? This is a good question. Does oh. <laughs> even worse? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, this reminded me of the um, Melbourne Storm game this round. Just before this, it was um, so much garbage in that game, like knock-ons from first tackles and whatnot. No, don't you know that it was just one of the best games of the season? Yep. If you if you see back. Rewind it for like half a minute. Like, don't do it now, but you see the players straight away run to the twenty meter line. So they're obviously nominated where they want to do the the scrum. So they were obviously um well aware what to go straight away. Of the new rules and how to yeah how they're yeah. operating. Because I thought they were running into like a push and shove. Back yeah. line from the thirty meter to our own forty. That's off the best hands at half right now, Ferguson. <laughs> oh yeah. All that for a tackerangi hit up. <laughs> Packers time to shine, baby. He gets a little bit of redemption this game, at least. A little bit off the page there between Tarepo and Gufferson. Not quite in sync. So he was playing right of 25 seconds left. And this kick. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's well worth it there. 
I don't think Ferguson was completely aware to it happening, though. That was my initial reaction on Sunday. Yeah, I think it was the right play if they were on the same book. Yeah. Reading so, from the same hymn sheet, as it were. That's right. And that'll take us down to the half-time. Coaches walk out. To be fair, Anthony Don did a good job getting back to He was awake to it. Smart there from Don, putting so it straight it onto to the, the... Yeah, because it's the only time the goalpost is actually in play is when the ball is bouncing and it touches it. Otherwise, it's dead. It's pushing the ball into it. So for those at home, a half-time here, and we're just going to stop for the half-time break. Um, oh, there we are. It comes yeah, straight back cut out. straight back in. we got the, ed- the edited version, baby. NRL.com. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll put the link to It's free to watch on NRL.com, um, and I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, I don't know about Titans' current stadium. It's it's a strange-looking stadium. It's yeah. just the one tier. It, it's very oddly designed, isn't it? But it, it seems to do well for the big games when it gets them for the All-Stars and whatnot, but... Yeah, unfortunately, the Titans themselves don't turn the pack it out. But um, also at Rabina, from what I heard from the locals, it's just a pain in the ass to get out to. It is meant to, it's meant to be quite awkward. Like yeah. old Cowboys old stadium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've so. got a mate that played A-League, and he said he went there a couple of times. There's literally nothing there, and it takes like half an hour to 45 minutes just to get there from the hotel. The hotel's oof. not that far. Like, it's just a shit fight to get in and out. Oof, oof, oof. All right, so the second half, we're going to be see the injection of the greatest bench forward of all time. Billy Rogers. Billy Rogers got nothing on this man. And just on stadiums, I saw Bank West was voted second best stadium in new stadium in 2020, well, as in throughout the world. What got the top Wow, seriously. I mean, it's an absolutely for for its size, it's an absolutely cracking stadium. And if you're a fan of the podcast and you haven't been out the Bank West, when the NRL does come back, I cannot encourage it enough. It is just an absolute experience to get out there for game day. They love Peanut Ferguson. Yeah, if you're going to go to the club, get get there what three hours earlier, otherwise. Yeah. Hey, Penny, two runs where he didn't get knocked off his feet. Well done. <laughs> Hit and spin there. Yeah, get spin. a little bit of Dave Gower in that play there. So Garfo's a dummy half for the second half with the read injury. Good run from Sean Lane. Yeah, I really don't like that. No, it feels like the, one of the most suboptimal ways to, especially because we're such an edge-dominant attacking team, to take out your fullback. But uh, we Just give one of the it. halves to do Gutho, it. Gutho for, for last year, out of fullbacks, I think he was tied with Tedesco for try assists at the top mm, of fullbacks. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he was right up there for line break assists as well. So you just sort of... Does a lot of work on the edges yourself. and yeah. I know that we've got two very good attacking halves in Moses and Brown, but, you know, Gufferson's a big part of that uh, that cog, or that machine. And look at that pass off the ground to Moses. It took half an hour to get there, and everybody's got to give 10 metres. Yep. Because, like, realistically, how many plays do you make in a set where both halves touch the ball? Maybe one play? So just get one of the halves to play, play um, hooker in for the majority of the set. That's why, so. When this was live, my thoughts were Nathan Brown. Like he, he's been an emergency. Role yeah, before. he's done it before, but we've, we've, for whatever reason, there must be something to it because we haven't done it in a while. Choosing to instead use Gufferson, including that game against Brisbane, well, where well, I think Corey Park or oh, someone Melbourne, said in, in the game it was actually Dylan Brown to go to hooker, and I was like, oh, okay, that's all right for attack. See, good stuff people. there from Moses. Whilst he didn't get him to the ground, Jai Arrow, he he's gives his dumb got him there, solid defenders a chance to come in. Yep, and got help. 
Good defensive set here from the Eels. Keeps the Titans to their own 40-meter line. Yep. See, that, that could have gone the other way as well. Yeah, coin toss decision that went our way there. Because the one in the first half on Ferguson was pretty similar to that one. Yes. She pushes the ball out with his head, Murata. Thinking of your head, eh? Uh. So they're going to challenge this, and it's going to come back negative. Yeah, I think you've got to be a bit smarter than this. Yeah, um, you, I think you can't go on the 50, first 50. week. You saw it's drop balls from props are not going to be overturned. Yeah. You need to save them for for something a bit smarter. Yeah, like, save for like the last ten minutes of the game, of each half. I reckon. Like there, there is a hand in there, but Murata's trying to free his hand out, and he hasn't gotten to his feet. So, if it had gone the other way initially, and we challenged, it wouldn't have gone. Like it wouldn't have been overturned either. Just a bad challenge. And finally, they've got plenty of time to overturn this. It's just you know, final ten minutes. You know, not much time left. Like hangs in the balance. Yeah, how I mean, captains will have to get used to understanding the situations where they're best challenging in, whether like the risk versus reward and whatnot. Have we got a buffered stream here? I don't know. Pause. It just stops. Yeah, there. sorry. That, that, sorry, I was meant to say a poor stream. Yeah. So just um some shoddy editing there. <laughs> Unfortunately, after praising them for the halftime break. So the Eels choose for the wide right scrum here. They want that open left field. Well, they've they've been nothing if consistent on using the the wide. But mm. God, he's so well, strong. Teams not straight to a uh, centre. How good? He's so <laughs> strong, Dylan Brown. Seriously, this is good attacking play here. But I don't mind that from Dillbags because you know down on a bit of. You know, he's had a long off-season. No, yeah, young bloke that missed half a season last right. year. The best way to get him injected is to get him to run. Get him to run. Bit. That's right. Nice double under there. Titans he's the got lovely soft hands, doesn't he? Bit of an embrace there. <laughs> so right again, Neil's really looking to focus. And yeah, that oh, was the little, little, little men- mental lapse from Dylan. Yeah. Right after we praised him, that was his one real bad lapse that game. He knew it straight away too. Tried to bring it in one-handed. Pass wasn't perfect, but it wasn't a bad pass by any means. Lazy is how you'd um, call that one. Yeah, that's the um, that's the old Jared Hayne error, isn't it? Where you know he does everything so well so often, and then there's that one really bad error. Mary Constantinopoulos and family. It's a Leeds jersey in the background. <laughs> Good tackle. That's great that contact. Just textbook stuff. That's um, and we we talk about it a lot, but I I still feel like across the NRL, it's the most underrated aspect of his game is how good Michael Jennings is defensively. Just makes so many great reads and so many great tackles, as we see. Oh yeah, he had that one bad year, but other than that, well, he had, he had a bad year when, in which the entire team just tanked. Like there were yeah. just so many factors that led to the Eels capitulating in 2018. You know, we talk about the the sort of the, the halves clashing in a professional basis, and a few other factors as well. Good tackle from Dylan here. So the, Titans, the pass there. Yeah, the Titans look to make a, a break there, but Dylan cuts them down the ankles, and then the cover defense comes in and kills the play. If he doesn't push the pass there, they get a quick play of the ball. Yes. Yep. Good kick chase, but also a good take from Guffo. Guffo's got a shin tattoo, hasn't he? He's just looking at his socks there. 
I'm fairly certain he's got yeah, a shin tattoo. Yeah, I know he's tattoo. got a tattoo lower legs, like ankle area. Yeah, like shin is like literally the worst place you get a, tat- a tattoo. That's yeah. good, That's, that's really great good from Fergo. See, that's what I mean, war. running through the gaps. Is that Penny Trepper with the effort to push up for Guffers in there? They're, queue, they're queuing up to make a dummy half run there. Both no, Kane Evans. Oh, no, it was Terrapo. Sorry. Yeah, 17. Terrapo. So he's, he's done some good things this game. Good old Penny. They were queuing up. But I really love that when our outside backs chime in. So Sivo to Fergo to Gutho to... Yeah, because we've got, yeah. we've got such an athletic back line. They, they can do so much extra work for us. That way the forwards can rest up and just work hard on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, every run that you take off them is worth a lot in the back end of the game. But it's good dummy half work as well. Like they... They're good dummy half runs. Yeah, you exactly. It's, it's not just just a filler runs. They're actually quality runs. Yeah, forward pass that they missed. That was like a mile forwards. Even the commentators were shocked that they missed a this one. one. Yeah, and ended up calling a, a margin no, forward did, pass. But, but remember, New Zealand fans taught us last year: you can't throw a flick pass forward. That's right. You can only throw <laughs> it backwards. Yep. And we end up getting pinged for a fifty-fifty call forward pass later in this game, which may be upset in the sense that they'd let that one go. But that's football, right? Good numbers in the tackle again. Parramatta being pretty consistent defensively for his um, first two games in that regard. And we get the replay. Oh my Flick goodness. pass cannot go forward. Jesus uh, what a fall from grace for Cardi Party, isn't it? In a yeah. Fringe origin a couple of years ago, undeservedly probably, but but he was his name was in the mix. Even this guy, Peachy, to an extent, like, he's playing Origin and he was like the super I think, I think Peachy, he's he's one of those ones that's hampered by his utility. Yeah, he's a jack of all oh. trades, master of none sort of deal, right? That's awful from Rain. Yeah, that's terrible. Absolutely awful. If I'm thankful for something from Gutholt Hooker, he didn't put one of these. Yeah, that, for an emergency hooker, that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Just, you know, halfway passable passing. <laughs> Jimmy Dimmick. In the in the Titan starting pack, here's a little funny little trivia for you. Guess which player had the most meters this game? Um, I'm going to say Jared uh, Wallace. Uh, Jared Wallace got absolutely hosed in this game by fans. He had seven runs for 48 meters. Uh, oh, there you are. Jai Arrow. I was really surprised because he's being he was quite well involved in this game, I felt, watching the, the simulcast here. is nine runs for 79 meters. The leading starting forward for the Titans was Bryce Cartwright with 11 carries for 93 metres. Shit. Big Mo Fodawaker off the bench had 9 for 97, so he was just ahead on the meterage and way better on the metres per run. Is that? Good but he missed here. 20 tackles, so that counters that it's all right. Look at Jennings go. And we'll see another Jennings play later in this game that is just pure class and um, indicative of why he's so important to our left edge. Yeah, and that's real smart. So was he was he off the oh, mark there? Gutho's got five players in front of him, but all good. <laughs> was that the was that the call down in front of him, or was he off the mark? That's right. There you go. In front and in off front. the mark, I go. think both. He um he's he's always eager for the quick tap. He doesn't always get it right, does he? <laughs> well, my favourite still is Kenny Edwards against the Dragons. A couple that of years ago, that was an absolute peach. That one, like a thief in the, like a thief in the night. Player. That one. I was on my um, honeymoon, and we were watching on the big screen on the cruise ship. And there was a couple of Dragons fans around. <laughs> <laughs> I was just pissing myself laughing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Eels have got the, the wooden a couple of teams at the moment, the Dragons, the Broncos in, in general. Uh, 
Two, two it's sideways. a bit too sideways there, Brownie. If you're gonna, oh, many if, dives under. I if like we're going to do that, we need to have a designated runner coming back in oh, for the short like ball. that hit. Yeah, he was not happy about the um, late contact there. <laughs> he looked up to know who it was. That's not a facial. This is a facial. So they're all sort of going nowhere this set, playing left to right. Good tackle. Yeah, it's all a bit too sideways, a bit too... Three people trying to bring him down. A suggestion they maybe lost the ball there a little bit, maybe, but we'll, we'll overlook that. Yeah, but the Titans were very much allowed to lay in the yeah, ruck. Handsy. And the Bulldogs were allowed to do it the week before. Oh, All that pass. So this is a good play from the Eels in, in regards to keeping it alive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that moment. I thought this was going to be a penalty. <laughs> that uh, moment where both, both teams are looking at the ref appealing. Uh, but, but Wonga doesn't try to tackle him. He's They're both in the yeah, air. And he's, he's entitled to compete for the ball. That's right. Yeah. And they get there at the same time, actually. That would be really hard to tell who actually knocked on if they went to a freeze frame. Who's taller, Wonga, Blake, or Fergo? Uh, like, Fergo is 192 off the top of my head. Blake... Ferguson, Fergie Ferg. Blake Ferguson is built at 191, and Wonga Blake is built at 190. So I was wrong. Ferguson by one centimeter. But uh, Wonga's got the hair advantage. Yeah, I was going to say his hair puts him over. Oh, that's a good good tackle there. Have yeah, you got little flashes that Seve was on the, on the mend there on the bounce back track? Good run from Taku. He's actually had a couple of good touches ever since that first first touch knock on. Sort of finding a home in the second row off the bench here. The butcher That's goes good close. Run from That's Terrapo. it. Leg drive almost gets to the line. He needed a big game too because he, he had too. he had Daniel Alvaro breathing down his neck after an absolutely outstanding performance in round one of the New South Wales well, Cup, the Canterbury Cup. So he needed a big game. Yeah, time's just allowed a bit of extra time in there. Mm-hmm. And this is where we sort of break the game open, is it? No. No. Wrong wrong, wrong run. Oh, so close. Yeah. I thought that was where Dylan was going to make the run, but no. Jennings didn't agree with the call. This is the one that got me upset. Was um, I thought it was a line ball tap on, and given that they let Cartwright get away with the other one before, oh, just that. He's got that late footwork deal. I mean, fair enough, it's a forward pass call. Yeah, it's forward. But, <laughs> you know, they let the Cartwright one go and didn't call that, and then called that one too. So... He's so that Dylan is very good at making the tackler whiff or half whiff of that little outside move at the end, and it allows him to either beat the guy or open up passing opportunities. So um, very fast feet, slow hands. That's right. Very hard to teach because it's oh my god, <laughs> fucking hell, that's pathetic. <laughs> oh, the oh, that's twice this game. Uh, like once is bad enough for a coach. Twice is just an absolute heart attack material. We get a scrum win in an important position defensively, and you just turn it over. That is just brutal stuff. All right, so the Eels are set for a scrum here right in front of the posts, choosing not to go wide in this one. First scrum in the first two games, we actually took it in the middle. Usually we were on one of the edges. Yeah, that, exactly. That was something we were pointing out before, was that we choose to play the sort of open up a big um, left or right side for the scrum, but we're choosing to play in the middle here. They nearly, nearly win against the feed there, but the ref brings it back. So it's God. interesting to see how the Eels line up here. 
It looks like it's... Yep, he milked that. <laughs> he reminds me so much of that guy from Ballers, Ricky Jarrett, the wide receiver. <laughs> uh, Jacko, so like, just yeah, it's the beard and shit. So that's two penalties he's drawn there, Jenko. You can tell the Titans are just trying to um, slow it down as quickly as possible. Like, well, to to be fair to them, I think they're pretty freaking gassed at this point. Yeah, the Eels yeah. being dominating the wrestle, don't like the wrestle as far as the territorial battle. Sorry, good take, not bad play there. So Fergo comes back infield here. They're just trying a bit too fast to get to the edges. Yeah, it's sort of you got to you got to earn the right through the middle, and we when we do do that, we dominate. But it takes, we, uh, it takes a while. So Lano have another good run there. Like Bertie was saying before, slow start, but he's sort of playing his way into the game. Oh, <laughs> big contact there! Hit spaces, not faces, Terrible. Oh, straight into Jairo's <laughs> shoulder. Seriously, Kamikaze run. Garfo keeping himself busy, even a dummy half, looking for work. <laughs> the disrespect. Oh, this is great defense, actually, to keep Big Maker out, but oh, my God, the Falcon. <laughs> the absolute disrespect. This was a hut-and-mouth moment for us fans on the sideline because they initially ruled it not played at. Uh, they overturned the played at call for not played at in the um, – Video ref before going back and double checking and seeing that it was touched, then touched again. So the first touch was yeah. um, played out, the second Speaking touch wasn't. The flash, the flash is running water there. I remember Ham, Ham getting um, really angry in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, flying up, the up. Yep. So the, that guy, geez, you talk about trying Jared to sell. Wall's trying to milk it. Yeah, you talk about trying to sell like obstruction stuff. That's just so bad. Like his body is past the lane, but his arms. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Body's actually passed. He just drags his arm. This is actually, oh, if you look God. at the, look at the timing in Janko's run here, it's really good. Him and Moses have good uh, good connection here. Janko's step for step on side. Gets paid a million dollars to get hit in the head with the ball. <laughs> he gets up groggy to look at him. <laughs> yeah, <giant>. Whoa! <laughs> and this is really good defense. Like this is just such yeah. such a good tackle because Maker is at full steam and he gets in. He tucks Ooh. in. That reminds me of uh, when Burgess did it and did his neck uh, a couple of years back. It's like, oh, not mm. good technique. Philip Sammy. So he did a few bad things, but that's a great tackle. Look at Cartwright on the ground having a watch. <laughs> <laughs> Sunbathing at the beach. <laughs> and avoid oh. tackles like needles. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I bet you as soon as we get a cure for the corona, he, his family will be first in line. Well, it'll be interesting in, interesting, interesting call because anti-vaxxers, what are we going to do when like the, yeah. the the biggest epidemic we've ever seen in the world, you know, you're going to get your yeah, um, you get your stab on there. Get their reaction to it. This is, it's just like when those flat earth people want to do a tour around the world and they, when they realize it's, a, it's not flat, they should live stream. So did Zemo have a chance to cut? Oh, we're looking at the deflection now. Rock attacker, he's already signaling uh, six to go straight away. That's right. You got to get into the refs. The refs' heads. You got to let them know straight away that it's six again. Yeah. I always thought that if you're trying to get out of the way of the ball, you're indirectly playing at it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that line of thought. Yes, because you're if you're trying to get out of the way, you're playing at the ball by deliberately trying not to play at the ball. If that makes sense. Like, mm. you, 
It does. So if 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 Maker plants the left foot here once he straightens up, do you reckon he scores or had the cover of the fence got there in time? Was well, going straight the right option is what I should have probably said, or should he have tried the kick going infield across the cover of the fence? Just, I don't know. I, I just honestly think you had to he had to go straight because if he went sideways, he has mm-hmm. more chance of being stopped. Like just That's go straight, enough. quickest way to the try line. That's and, fair enough. You know, I, I said in the chat he was like a dollar and one to score. <laughs> yeah, just a great tackle. Surely. Yeah, just great technique and tacker at dummy half for this play. Here's my man, the world's best bench forward. Coming on, first carry. Nice little show from Guffo there. A bit of um, class from Dummy Half there. So he was playing more direct this set and almost seeing the rewards immediately. Kane Evans coming on and really, you know, going north-south instead of east-west. Yeah, this is where I remember Corey Parker saying there's a lot of one-out stuff and... Yeah, and then straight, straight, and straight and away, yeah, the, exactly. The play and he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah. you know, unfair in his criticism there because that's something we brought up, nah. you know. But you know, Kane Evans comes on, straightens the attack, and the Eels get the chance to go wide now for Dylan Brown. Yeah, you just tie the opposition yeah. out, group them in, and then just swing it right. I'll so once again, the, the Eels ch- choosing to turn the ball over one meter out instead of you know a potential seven tackle set. Not the worst result. Look at the last five minutes territory, a hundred percent. Eels absolutely yeah. camped. And this was um this is the other criticism the country leveled at us was that we'd made uh, something like thirty tackles be made in the Titans um uh, twenty meter at this point we hadn't scored so we um ended up breaking that pretty soon I think it was the fifty seventh minute maybe Dylan scores oh and they give the hooker the um ball the play the ball instead of you know playing hooker stupid oh there's some tough hits in forty I tell you what. These blokes, <laughs> I know we um we sometimes take the mickey out of them, but they're putting their bodies on the line. I can tell you that. He doesn't look that big anyway, Joy Harris. I'm you know like I'm surprised at how strong he is, like physically. He is uh, off the top of my head. I think he's another one ninety centimeter guy, like Wanga, but maybe he's just yeah, a little bit thicker. Yeah, but like looking at him, he looks a bit like a sort of like a lightweight back row, but like one eighty nine. Yeah, so one eighty nine and roughly one hundred and one kilos apparently. So yeah, he's um he's one of those guys that just gets well involved in games. Generally speaking. Oh my goodness. Like Wallace is way bigger. And bigger flop too. They, um, he was yeah. absolutely he was copying it from everyone after this game. Yeah. Didn't he have a game in Origin a couple of years ago where he, maybe a year ago where he ran for like forty minutes? Yes, or something, something like that. Atrocious. Nothing. Good tackle here again. So the Titans, to their credit, defended really well for about two thirds of this game, and then they forget how to defend after once the fatigue sets in and the Eels open up the floodgates. <laughs> Yeah, Guffer wants to get back and play that ball. He knows it's coming. He knows what's coming in the next tackle. Uh-huh. Junior Paul dummy half. <laughs> and here comes Dill Bags, double pump under. Oh, <laughs> a little fumble. Oh. Oh. So yeah, coming back to those highlights I was watching because um, they were posting the – they were memeing on Reddit today and had all the seven, seven point stuff or seven X things happening against the Broncos. And Parramatta scored seven conversions against the Broncos, and now it's fifty-eight nil demolition in the week one of the finals. That was also the, <laughs> where Maker scored the try, where he fumbles the ball out of nowhere and recovers yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <sighs> uh, another carry for Sean Lane as he gets better involvement in the second half. Eels go right to Moses, who puts on the handbrake. Oh, when he when he puts the foot down, and just defenses just get a little bit skittery. You can see. Yeah. 
There we go. The double hand overhead overhead offload from Big Kane Evans. Left foot, right foot. Thank you very much. Too good. Look, I said in the uh, thing, this that try reminds me of Cam Munster. Like how he can yeah, stop on yep, a diamond. Absolutely. Like, and, and he's got the strength as well. Beat, like, beat, beat the man. That's right. Yeah. And it's just. Dylan's got to be up there for pound for pound conversation as far as strongest ball runners. He just always mm-hmm. beats the first the first defender. And how good is he defensively as well? He yeah. makes a perfect yep. uh, low tackle. Oh. Puts his head in the wrong spot, but nine times out of ten, he's pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah, that's just poor tackling from Sammy. That's why I reckon that was actually, you bring um, in Brimson. An underrated bit of play from Kane Evans there is that he has the um, propensity to throw the specky offloader, and that time yeah. he brought it in with two hands, secured it, and then um, threw the basketball pass. Put the dog down. Poor dog. <laughs> Yeah, see, isn't um isn't this lady the girl from Twitter? Lady, uh, women uh, who like lady, or ladies shit? who league is um Mary's yeah. uh, primary calling when it comes to rugby league. Yes, I think she's also got involvement with the uh, women's big bash too. But um, ladies who league is her handle for all NRL things involving rugby league. We got we got a fair amount of eel supporters that like um like we got that one and we got um who was it the is it the booze hound guy on Twitter. I or boost out, something like a, he's a, he's an eel supporter. We've got a fair bit of eel supporters on Twitter. We're um, we're a pretty pretty um, widespread fan base, so we do a pretty good yeah. job of that. Mitch Moses talking to himself again. It's been working, so keep doing it, son. Walks in, ba bang, easy kick. Uh, there was one thing I was ruining about this, as far as the empty crowds, is that the Parramatta Eels usually get a huge turnout at Rabina. And you can usually hear the parachutes. So um, it was, if anything, the Titans probably benefited from having no crowd. Yeah, even Suncorp, we get a yeah. Paramount have a fantastic well. turnout at Suncorp. Yep, uh, we we are a fan base that travel really well. They even have a. I think they got a Brisbane membership as well. Yes, there is a uh, uh, Queensland membership. Yeah, yeah. At least there was last year. I imagine it still would be. Dylan loves that little light mode, doesn't he? He's had it for a while. He's a teenager still, right? Or yeah, he just turn, turned twenty. No, uh, turned, Dylan. Let me just find out for you. Just look. It's just it's crazy. This guy, second, it's his second year of football. Like, okay, he's missed half a year. Right after threw him in the first year last year. It's just he's nineteen till the end, end of June, so he would still be yeah. eligible for the twenties. Just Jesus, like, and some players don't even like. Sivo made his debut what 25, 20, like last year. Like, it's just yeah. Then yeah. that that's why Ham and I is you know guys that attended a lot of the juniors. Um, there was always we we sometimes get get it wrong about talent evaluation because we're only fans we don't have access to the full picture. But Dylan was someone that just stood out. Every every grade yeah. he played in was just so good, and it was just like, yep, that kid's going to be a star. But yeah, yeah. Um, I got the shits. Oh, we are. Yeah, the it, it's you know you hate putting labels on players, but watching him play, the two players that always came to mind for me with Dylan were Darren Lockyer and Brett Kenny. That's great play off the tap restart. Oh. Mm. Oh, hit, oh, spin, that. offload. Bang. That is just he's backpedaling great, and he offloads it like come great, on. Great heads seriously. up football. I wonder if if that was a set like play as far as we use the back rolls off the, the tap restarts one, two, three, four, five times. Then we play that off the tap restart and and catch him unawares. Yeah. Surely. Good hands from Moses. Play short to, to Sean Lane, who was it's worth noting has now made a positional switch, who is um now playing for the middle, if I'm not mistaken. So Maddo stays on the right, but Sean Lane has moved into lock forward with the um, forced uh, changes made by the Reed Marnie injury. Yeah, and Tacker goes to left edge. That's right. 
So speaking of Mariah. So, sorry, we've got some wor- a word from Ham at 7.55. It's now about a half an hour after that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Waiting for the follow-up. A big junior poor fending off half the team there. Finally brought down just in front of the posts. Guffo looks left but plays right to a fast-moving Mitchell Moses who plays short to Ryan Madison, which is good footy and keeps the defense honest and lets the, the play develop out the back next time potentially. But you don't need the play develop out the back when you've got big Kane Evans. Too big, too strong. Yep. It's very soft defense. There was, but credit, credit, credit to Kane, he ran hard. And um, yep. it's funny because I was looking at the numbers for Kane and it really doesn't, if you looked at him in isolation, he had a game where 10 runs, 83 meters. Like that's nothing, right? But each, <laughs> each one of those runs were really good. We saw, you know, when he came on, he made a couple of big runs to help set up the Dylan Brown try. A couple of offloads. He ends up with um two tries, if I'm not mistaken, one for Dylan and then one for Penny Terrapa later. So he um had a, a very good game with the bench in a case of where the numbers don't tell the full story. Gets that hand right out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Wonga. Wonga seems like a complete goofball. There's the the new can of beer from the club that you won't be able to buy at the moment because of the club being shut down. But Jack Pale Ale, I've got one in front of me right now, actually. So um, Parramatta's in-house IPA. And I think there's a summer ale for too. I was going to say the the para, um, the Eels podcast, Talking Paradise, they had one with Kane Evans recently. Um, his grandfather and his father are both rugby league players too. So. Wow, third generation. Really? There you go. Yep. Usually when you're talking third generation sports people, it's Simone wrestlers. Yeah. The Rock yeah. and whatnot. The Uso family. Yeah, well, the Uso is with Rikishi, and then I'm not sure who yeah. his pop was, but... I know that Rikishi is related to The Rock by cousins or something like that. So, And The Rock's daughter, she signed the do- uh, contract um, there you go, fourth last generation. year this year. So. Yeah. <sighs> I reckon that's the best job ever, the interchange guy. You just got to hold a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there's some controversies over the interchange. Oh, that's right. I remember there was this. one in yeah. the, um, the Panthers-Dragons game. That's in, right, in where, where there was there was two concussion changes, I think, and or something like that, and then like they brought someone on the wrong way, and apparently they were going to lose an interchange. Correct. They brought somebody back on at half time. That's half time. That's exactly exactly right. Yep. Good memory. Yep. So kicking the fair goal again, uh, they must like it. I don't know. Junior winds up. Solid carry. I was listening to um, Six Tackles with Gus and his review of the Eels' performance, and he said, I think they're waiting for, for some of the big dogs at the moment. That's probably a, probably a fair assessment. I know Gus can be a little bit all over the place. But, yeah. um, yes, they, they did enough. Oh, it's just enough good running off away from Ken Evans. <laughs> He's got such long arms. <laughs> yeah, long levers. But, James but Bradshaw. I, but I do it. like the offload. It's such soft hands as well. Because props usually have that. Yeah, forcible. They try to yeah. throw it. <laughs> yeah, shove really it out hard real hard. Well. Yep. They look, they look awkward, but he doesn't look awkward um, off those. This is a really good set off the points, by the way. It was kick early here for Mitch Moses. Find the end goals, and Sammy's got a lot of work to do to get out. He's done a lot of defensive work, Sammy. The, 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 Eels, the Eels moved them all around the park. Yeah, the kicking game was really yeah. on point. And that's a good slowdown from Madison there. Sort of worked the clock perfectly. 
And what I like with that voluntary tackle, a lot of teams seem to be dumb and pick the player up and try to pull yeah, them back. Yeah, in yeah. just, just, just you, camp, but, camp yeah. on them and let your defensive line set up. Don't give away the penalty. Ferguson and Moses combining again defensively. Good tackle. So this is a very strong defensive set. Three tackles in there, barely outside 10 metres. Madison right in that line there with his arm, but he didn't make good contact, so probably got away with it. This is where teams can do that 2040. Um, I hate, I, do, I just, conceptually, I hate the idea of a 2040. Why are you punishing Bell, teams? Yeah, one kick can bail you out, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, just back to uh, Milwaukee Fodawaka's hit on um, Moses in the first half. Um, he's challenging the one match oh, band. Oh, there you go. That's why he is. Oh, really? Man. Oh, so go on with it. I think it's one, ma- one match either way, so he may as well. Yeah. Oh, if he had prize, I understand why he might miss a match. It's a bit soft if he's missing a match otherwise. I didn't think it was that bad. It's just the NRL doesn't want that tackle, so obviously they're going to come hard on that type of um, uh, incident. Good work, Sevo, here, getting the extra metres for contact. Yeah, kept the ball very well. We've been a bit more alive to the one-on-one strip. Yes, yeah. It's um something that Look, was painful. Big, well, the big test will come against the Raiders, to be honest. Yes, like. the Raiders, and, and even the Panthers are pretty good exponents of it, I've noticed recently. But yes, the Raiders are by Warriors. far the best team. Once again, another good set through the middle for Parramatta opening up the platform. And this is – no, this wasn't the play. I thought this might have been that sensational play. But is it now? Yeah, I think it might be. Nah. No. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, there you go. Gufferson, who was that dummy half, oh, gets yeah, back no. for – and look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Oh. What football. That is just champagne footy. Look at Cartwright. <laughs> yeah, Cartwright's was horrendous there. That's an arm. Okay, okay. It was champagne footy, and the, the, the Titans sort of brought the, um the, what's it called, the passion pop to the plum party. Well, we Cartwright. talked about uh, Jennings, Jennings with the old football now to come back under, and uh, there's the overchase there. Yeah, Guff, Gufferson and Dummy Half stays alive and gets back behind Moses to take the pass, and then Jennings does the footy now around the back pass. <laughs> In Carros' defense, he, he was solid the first 10 minutes of the, of the game. Yeah, and then, he made a couple know, of actually good tackles. Yeah. Dylan looking in front and passing, good football again, good fundamental stuff. I know it seems very obvious, but a lot of players end up getting lax and cheating on those sort of things. He didn't ever make any contact, Carros, or barely. He caught touch, I think. <laughs> Dylan getting in nice and close there. What's Guffo doing in that picture? And just on um, Dill Bags, what, what are we thinking of the bleached hair? Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All, all it shows to me is that footy players need footy. <laughs> don't give them free time. <laughs> and this was a little bit of a scare here when, oh. when Jennings got a bit of a, I think it was a concussion or something to that nature because his head does end up hitting the ground. Hit the, pretty, hit the turf, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty um, rough. Eels end up icing him in the next couple of minutes with the game well in hand. But yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about um, the bleach chair with Fergo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fergo just gets the um, old wax out and gets the chrome dome polished up. <laughs> Here we go. Well, the, whatever Mitch is saying to him is working. You know, he's got a, a pretty good routine now. Absolutely drilling yeah, the last, ball. Yeah, since he joined us, like, we haven't had a kick of this good since, what, pro birdie? I'm, you know, like, actually, yeah. like, high 80s, yeah. you know, Early nine, like it's, just, it's just crazy. It makes it makes such a difference scoring in sixes instead of fours. Well, it's look. I hate to praise him, but like the Penrith man, whenever they scored, Cleary always made it. That's right, exactly. That, that's a big part of Cleary's game. Get out of here, boy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of the best fans in a row. I love it. Oh, 
Like, he doesn't have like long arms, um, Stivo. Like, no, it's not like, not, not like Kane Evans or anything like that. He's just got very no. powerful extension. Or even semi. They're yeah. just like. Yeah, he just he has a great. I imagine he's very good in a bench press, I'd say. Has that very explosive snap off oh, Fergo. Mm. A little, little, little bowl <laughs> there. Nearly had, nearly had two Fergo moments in the one game. He realized I already had my error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he was at 32 6 with um, 13, nearly 14 minutes left in play. They're um, obviously well in command of this game, but they will go on and put the sword to the Titans, which is encouraging to see because in the past, Parramatta have been guilty of not burying teams when um, it's available. Another great run from Gufferson there. And I suppose that's to his credit that even at hooker, he's um, keeping himself involved like to that degree. Fergo down on the ground. I swear Fergo's got a magnet in his nose. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he's, he's, uh, he's elected to put surgery off until his career's over because, like I said, he's got a oh. magnet and he just finds ways to get the swinging arm across the bridge of the nose. Well, that's almost a penalty there for Gutho. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you think of Moses there trying to play play a fast advantage? Or? Well, I don't know. To be honest, like, oh, like, oh, 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 that's a whopper deluxe. Eels with the always shifted that oh, <laughs> even better. Oh, what great defensive reads and hits from those two players. Two of Parramatta's core core really players there. Like- Oh, beautiful stuff. I think Bertie was saying in the pre-match that um, the Don usually gets some freakish try against this, but Fergo made sure he... Yeah, get- kept kept him in his box. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> the Jason Stevens moment just All there. All the teammates as oh. well. <laughs> oh, is, it, was, is there something it- there? Because Peachy's copped it from both of them for sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a squirrel grip, to be honest. No, like, no, it was the um, sneaky the wedgie. wedgie, yeah. Just the atomic wedgie. The Jason yeah. Stevens yeah. special. Good return from Gufferson from... <laughs> he let go pretty quick. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't make it that bad, but yeah. Peachy's probably got some tight-fitting underpants, I'd say. <laughs> Good run from Sean Lane playing lock forward. Takes the Eels into the Titans half now off a couple of tackles up their sleeves. Dylan at dummy half, and they play wide right. That's good footy. Oh, And Madison just can't find Wonga Blake coming back on the inside. But again, holding on to the ball. Yes, exactly. Not forcing that low percentage play. If it's not the pass isn't there mm. cleanly, just take the tackle and get the um play the ball for advantage. All right, that brings up the last. Eel's going to play left. Attacker was calling for that uh, cross. Yeah, field bomb. It, it's been a, a point of emphasis even last year, wasn't it? Where he'd be calling for the attacking kick, and he's actually pretty good at it. He had a couple of big moments yeah, where he scored yeah, tries. He's getting the penalty for getting run off the ball. That one, was, that, one, that one I feel was more vanilla than some of the other ones they got away with in this game. So yeah. there you go. But, Another perfect kick from Dylan Brown, literally two meters out from the trial yeah, line. Like. Giving his guy the opportunity to get to the ball before it's in goals. Just a, a barring that one lapse where he got lazy trying to bring the ball and it's been such a great game for him. Tacker with the run off the restart once again. So 11 minutes of play. Oh, Gufferson steaming in the day half there. He takes some stopping, doesn't he, Junior? There's four guys on him, and um, even then he's still close to scoring. All right, let him go. Wanger in on the unders play. You like to see it. Takes some great stopping. More good second-phase footy from the Eels as they play good percentage offloads. I had a flashback when he scored against us uh, last yep, year. Yeah, it, the one in yeah. 2018 that broke our hearts, yeah. 
yeah. end up killing our season in that, that one play, I reckon. And here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'll give you Penny David Fafita. Oh, my goodness. Yep, that, that is the David Fafita, if like yeah. a little bit more lax on the defensive side from the Titans. And they find it hilarious. There you, we could go. Have drawn, or you could have run a semi through that. That's exactly right. Could have gotten the old uh, big uh, B-double, whatever it is. That's a tackle Bryce Cart will be proud of. Oh. Yeah, Tyrone Roberts, that's that's awful. I, I can only but figure that the um the Eels are caught in a favour for the Titans because they had enough of Penny's bare ass in the nudie runs because he hadn't scored since twenty fifteen. In his defence, Peachy, I think he had a busted arm this game, so like they'll target him a lot, but you did say well, we did say early in that it was in the first couple of sets he, he came reeling out with a shoulder. Yes, you a good, good point. We that. did mention that that he his left arm, I think it was, which would be the actual side he was making a tackle there. Had some sort of yeah, but I wouldn't now. blame Peachy for that one. That was Tyrone Roberts came firing up and got. Well, and that, that's, oh no, I'm talking about the one, the one-on-one tackle. And that's, that's why, why it's yeah. so important. Is yeah, if you're gonna, no, no, I know. If you're going to shoot out Tyrone for yeah. for missing a one-on-one tackle when, yeah, um, yeah I know. If you're going to shoot out, you got to make the, the tackle. There's two Tyrones, aren't they? Tyrone yeah. Roberts. Tyrone. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to yeah. blame Peachy for missing a one-on-one when Roberts bloody missed everybody. The Legion, eh? <laughs> I just read the Discord, Birdie. <laughs> yeah, brother, the idiot. He didn't know what He comes in. He goes, What's doing, Malacca? And I'm like, I'm fucking recording, you idiot. <laughs> he says, you don't get that on Joe Rogan. Uh, exactly. Joe Rogan I- podcast, eat your heart out. Or experience, <laughs> rather. <sighs> so Janko's on ice now after that head knock. Good to see. Fantastic game from the um the old fox. So eight and a half minutes left. Eels thirty eight. Gold Coast six. There's still a few tries left in this game. Crowd's gone home early. <laughs> trying to beat the beat the traffic. Beat the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I look a bit offside just there. What do you think from the Titans there? If if you're down. Sorry, you cut out a bit there. Yeah, you cut out. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, if you're... Oh, again. oh my goodness, Discord, seriously. Sorry, <laughs> to, to anyone listening in this podcast, Discord has been a bit spotty today. Um, oh, yeah, it's just... Uh, even before like, the it's podcast. It's very effective with the coronavirus. I mean, yeah. You, you there, Hamish? Hamish, when you top out the words, <laughs> and we'll just replay it. <laughs> anyway, so Parramatta, after points, playing out the halfway now. Moses kicks early looking for the 40-20, but he straightens it out too much. Yeah, I don't, mind, I don't mind the idea to kick early there, and even then, it's still going to get good result fields. They trap Sammy within ten, so that's a good set after points. You, you, you're really going to kick a four twenty against Don. Like as much as you know, he's not the best winger, but he's just, he's probably one of the smartest wingers. That's right. He's he's, he's very aware to that aspect of the game for sure. He's going to make up for his well, athleticism with his outstanding brain outstanding defense in the eels in this set though, as they swarm and drive the yeah. the, the Gold Coast Titans back to the five meter mark. Yeah. So three tackles here, and they're barely made outside past and ten meters off their line. Reg is back yep. on. Oh, well, you saw it before with the wedgie, sorry. Reg the wedgie. <laughs> yeah, he's all hand in the face of um, yeah. Bryce Cart, right? Yep. He must hate the Pendra place. <laughs> yeah, there's obviously <laughs> something going on there. He must have, hate, he must have hated the joint. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, the ones that got out, they don't have much, um, yeah. much respect for. <laughs> oh. oh, that's a terrible pass, dummy half. 
Carter actually does a good job of bringing oh, it in. See, see, look, Brown does that, and he knocks it on. It's just that's just a freakishness in um Bryce Cartwright, and yeah, this kick was a monster. I think yeah. that was another kick. Gaffer does a good oh, job. One that went almost went dead. Gaffer was very busy at fullback and at hook of this game. Did really well. Nearly two hundred yeah. meters on the ground. Look at that, 37 tackles in the opposition um, half or 20 to 1. Yeah. yeah the Eels, just, they're just still the Eels, just on their feet. This is yeah, what they I should mean, have said. And this is what we're talking about in the podcast as far as the Eels doing the job that they needed to do to put away uh, put away good teams. Yeah. See, that could be oh, a negative so. when you have so much um, attack in the opposite in 20. You don't yeah, if you, if you don't capitalize on it. But when you look at it, it, you tie them out and then eventually yeah. the floodgates will open. So that's like, right. And that's what Parramatta have been guilty of in the past is they do the tiring out part but don't then capitalize on it. And yeah, this game like, we this game we saw yeah. the opposite. They did the tiring out and then profited from it. See, I'm not I'm not too fussed if we don't score much points if we dominate the opposite 20. Yeah, goals. exactly. The scoreboard doesn't mean yeah. diddly squat in the big picture as far as uh, – and here we go. Oh, Dylan's going to get his second yeah, here. Play that call there. <laughs> yeah. Look, Look at the balance through contact there. I mean, the, yes, Look. it was soft defense, but he got spun around, managed to keep his feet and scores in the corner. It's – the good running backs in the NFL they yeah. talk about that balance. Mm-hmm. That yep. is a very good comparison there as far as like, through the contact being able to keep on your feet. It's something that Dylan's very, like naturally comes to him. And now we get the, the choppy freeze frame stuff from the video ref. Thanks. So, yep. um, Look, and everyone just literally gave up all the time to be honest, gave up. Yeah. And then this, just ring around Rosie in the corner. Wham, bam, thank you, man. Oxy's back. The cheeky double. I was I was saying before when I was dropping out, it seems the internet's got a bit better. Yeah, thanks for the um, the budget bloody uh, <laughs> um, internet yeah. uh, deal we got. Uh, broadband. What, what do they call it? The fiber? Fiber, fiber uh, to the... What's it called? Uh, to the node now. Fiber to the fiber, 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 you hybrid? No. Yeah, fiber, no. fiber, fiber premise is the best. Yeah. There's hybrid coaxial, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like I've got no. fiber to the premises because they had to drill from the uh, like I was yeah. in the initial before they um changed it all. Yeah, because I think um, they said that, that's rank one. And then fiber premises is like uh, it should be depending on your, your package 100 up, 100 down, 40 up, I think. But um, yeah, it depends. That's what mine is, but it's you know, with Optus, so yeah, congestion is um. It's not guaranteed that you get your 100 down during peak hour. Mm. Yeah, they said between 6 and 10 is like the worst yeah. or the most heavily run. <laughs> it's going to be weird, man, seeing him with <laughs> bleached hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, there's a good chance <laughs> you have it, you have it removed by the time well. you get back to the um, get back to the footy. Yeah. So from out wide yeah. now, Moses of his ritual again. One, two, three, Wooshka. Beautiful. Dead straight. What's that? Like, what's his current total now for this game? He, he had one try. Has he missed? And what, seven? Oh, for this game, he ended up, uh, let me tell you, uh, team stats. Could have been 20 points at least or some oh, shit. Sorry. Well, it was all the goals, wasn't it? So what yeah, was it? and the try. Moses. If I can well, look. I think we kicked one more, so that's... Can I say 18? 18, all oh, close. Was it sixteen points? It was no twenty-two. Seven tries plus the penalty goal. Twenty-two. 
22, shit. 22 points. Seven conversions, one penalty, uh, two penalty conversions, because they took one at the death, don't forget. Yeah. And, uh, the try. Ah, duh. After we... um. Yeah, try, yeah, you're right. Shit, that's a lot. That's what oh, like, yeah, we're saying. Try. Yeah, that's what we're saying in the pod. Like, if we cut that at 20 minutes out, the garbage, you know, this could have been you know, 60, 70. <laughs> like, realistically. Another 50, just, 50 uh, call there, I think, that went Paramount as well. Fergo yeah. got two of them in one game. <laughs> Although they're around the head. Like, Wallace could have been penalised for that in and of itself. Yeah. And the strip. <sighs> that was the blatant strip. That was one of those just like, I don't give a fuck. Big touch finder. Very good kick from Moses there. Yeah. Oh, Taka with the tap. Tap to a centre? No, those Murata. <laughs> Just kidding. Because <laughs> Tack is at centre now because Jennings is out. There you go. And and Guffo was falling up as well in the you middle. Can't, yes, Murata's on the ground in front of you, buddy. You can't take the quick tap. Yeah, it's part of the project thinking. Let's just waste as much time as we can. Yeah, just eat, eat out the clock, giving away penalties and whatnot, honestly. Yeah. So the Eels get two penalties and two tackles and just march down the field looking to score one final set of points. And uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of this, man. Like, seriously, like, a 20 minute, like, that's like a 20, 25 minute pass. What's the point? Just hit it up. Well, <laughs> we will get to see one of the most memorable moments of the 2020 season very soon. As the, yeah. Eels, as the Eels challenge for a minute left on the clock and get it right. <laughs> just great. This is great second phase footage. Just the Eels Kaney, I thought I thought the early offload there, they were in, in the corner. Oh. You can see the confidence and swagger coming back into their game, though, as the game progressed and they sort of backed yeah. themselves. Yeah. Passes are sticking. That's right. The offloads yep. are more aggressive, even though they're not risky, and passes are sticking. Here we go. They're bouncing on their feet. They're like they're very active in. Have a good run. Oh, good footy. Oh, Fergo. That's pass. That's brilliant from Dylan Brown. Oh, Over the bloody so winger. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he knows. He was just baiting. <laughs> oh, a bit of gamesmanship there. I love it. He gets us plenty of penalties, man, Fergo. It's going to be like 4-5 this game so far. Yeah, he's got no, yeah, 3 or 4 for sure. Is oh, plus the high shots, there? yeah. Will he kick it out for touch? <laughs> <laughs> so literally in 90 seconds, we've had about three penalties. And unlike Reagan like- Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo is not a liar. He's the one prop you can trust in the NRL. Obviously, Reg <laughs> cost us our challenge in week one against the Dogs. But um, this time, Junior wasn't telling fibs. <laughs> and this this caps off a remarkably shit game for Jared Wallace. <laughs> he just... Yeah. Was it Wallace off or it was white bread or some shit? Oh. Uh, either Reddit, Reddit Fred was blaming Jared Wallace, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, So if a minute left, the Eels, the Eels will challenge, and they will challenge successfully. And um, even though the 50 burgers in sight, a converted try would have got them to the old 50-point margin. Yeah, we all wanted 50, man. They um they keep they keep the Titans in premiership contention because, of course, that yeah. stat that we all love to trot out every year is that no team that concedes 50 points in the regulation season in one game ends up winning a yeah. grand final. The Titans only lose 46-6, so they're still very much in the hunt for the title. <laughs> Kappa. Kappa. And you're going to get multiple looks at this confirmer, but there is, yeah, it is Jared Wallace for the strip there, number eight. 
That's just stupid. It's silly that the rest didn't pick it up on the first lock. Yeah, it's pretty I obvious. I know you can't see it? everything in real time, but come on, that's between pretty late. The, between the touchy and the two officials. Even the touchy, yeah. But like, what's, what's, what's Wallace's hand doing there? Like, you surely you'd think he's on, it's on the ball. You're probably thinking there's no way they would, uh, they'd call a penalty. They'll just call a knock-on. What do we, here's a, here's a, a point of contention for me in general rugby league. Why I can understand after tries why you get your ninety second window with time running to kick a goal. Why with penalty conversions the clock not off immediately? Because the ball's dead. Probably because the ball's not dead. Like because if the ball comes back, it's still alive. Because like when did you say if you kick the ball right? The ball's dead. The ball's dead until it's struck though. Ah, I just I I don't know. I just I don't like it. Like the fact obviously in this game it means nothing. The Eels are up forty points. There's no there's no reason for the game to go on past the penalty goal, but. There are plenty of games that have decided in the last two or three minutes of a penalty goal where the guy just yeah. takes an age to kick it and one um, ends up running out the clock. So what, you would want it to be stopped and if I, you kick the ball and hit the post... Then it, the, moment, the moment he strikes or? the ball, ball, the ball is live and the clock oh, starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, because then you have like... Yeah, someone took like a minute and 30... And you can actually... There's nothing to stop you. Like, you're not going to get penalised. You get a fine. No, exactly. You're going to take a fine if you get your dub, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm sure the club would be happy yeah. to pay the fine. That's, yeah, that's actually, I don't know. It's probably one of those rules. Even when the, the strip they brought in, if one person falls off, yeah. they, like, eventually they'll get they'll, they'll fix it. Nathan Peets and Mitch <sighs> Moses there. So full-time, Eels 46, defeat the Gold Coast Titans 6. You there, Hamish? And that's full-time. Yeah. Yep. Well, that was all right. God, that's, that was so I suppose that just pretty much confirms most of our thoughts from the podcast last episode as far as individual performances and the, the, the greater team performance. The Titans were plucky, hung around for 55 minutes, but the Eels end up being too good and um, capitalised on the back of a, a strong showing in possession and territory. And also injuries to the Titans. Yes, let's not undersell it. They had multiple injuries in that game. Um, and obviously Parramatta weren't exactly at full capacity too with Dylan, uh, Dylan Brown, Reed Marnie um, dropping out at halftime. But, you know, it... Showed, I think, the the difference in the strength of rosters, in the ability to um, compensate for injuries to key players, and the ability to play good football in general. So Parramatta in good shape, or they were in good shape heading into round three, or prospectively into round three. Gold Coast have plenty of work to do for their new coach Holbrook, and we'll have to wait and see how the rest of the season plays out. As it stands, Parramatta Eels are on top of the ladder on thanks to their superior uh, points differential. Yeah, I know. I know. We've mentioned it before, or I've mentioned it. As I said, um, both games we've had one bad tackle led, and other than that, we've been solid defensively. Yeah. Like, and you know, it's just the uh, the support and uh, the scramble defense is pretty good. So I'm happy with that going forward. Like, yeah, you beauty. From from memory, back in 2017, when we played a Titans team that had a massive injuries in the game, and we came up short. Uh, so, round um, round three, wasn't it? That was the uh, round two. First two rounds, we got off to a fire. Uh, we beat the Dragons at Cogra. Um, 34 to 14 or something like that, or 36 to 14. And we came into the Gold Coast game full of um, expectations, but Corey Norman was injured and we ended up getting ambushed. Semi played the worst game of his career and uh, we just were so flat. And yeah, they had a ton of injuries and still managed to put us away. Yeah, even yep, a few so. years back before that, when Ricky Short was in charge, the one game he blew up, like we lost that game. And it's just like, we just, they're like a bogey team for us. We just can't beat them. Even though we just beat them now, but like we just had a, a, a bad history with them. Yeah, we did. We seemed to get them in the 09 prelim, and then from there they had the wood over us for a long time. 
Um, all right. Well, that'll wrap up the um, the well this episode of the Parrot Podcast. Um, we're still throwing around ideas of what to do, given that we're all for a breakdown. Um, perhaps we might go back and. I don't know. It depends on because cause some people don't access, have access to KO or Fox Sports, so it's a bit hard to sort of give you some games where there might not be footage for them. And, uh, the NRL does yeah. catalogue the last few seasons, so we can go back and yeah, do, perhaps we'll um, have a look through some of those past games and pick, out, pick, pick out something some out that we enjoy, yeah. and and maybe do another couple of these if we get some good feedback. So leave us um, a tweet back if you're enjoying it or that's something that you want, and. Um, you know, it's enjoyable just to, to break out of the monotony of um, working from home and, and homeschooling at the moment. So um, certainly nice just to watch some football. All right, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks, boys. Hope yep. everyone that's listening is doing well. And like you said, yep. um, drop us a tweet and leave us some love. You know, if you want to catch up, do so. And if you've got any good, if you've got any good ideas, shoot them, shoot them to us on Twitter as well. We're always happy to, to take on advice like that. Too easy. We'll catch you on the next Para podcast. Keep on Cheers. Later.